Welcome back guys. Today we're gonna be talking about an interesting topic and that's uh, the masculine and the feminine energy that you have, all of you have in you. These are two energies that we all have inside and for the past couple of years I have been researching, I have been trying to integrate them, try to learn more about them. Uh, to me it's a very abstract topic. It has always been kind of understanding how they look like, how they flow through me, how I use them. But it has been a very, very interesting journey, uh, especially together with my wife, Samantha, in how we together embrace those energies and how they melt and how they kind of flow in and out and sometimes how conflicts arise because we are both in our masculine or maybe Samantha wants to stop being masculine and she wants to step into her feminine. But for her to be able to do that, I have to embrace a stronger masculine energy in that moment. So it very, to me, it has always been very abstract, very kind of uh, blurry. And that's why I really feel inspired today to, to have a conversation about these two energies that we all have and, and to see how you guys relate to them. Uh, I have some notes of that I have been taking uh, from audios that I have been listening to, from things I have been observing. So it's going to be an interesting topic today. Hi Kim, hi MG, hi Linia, hi Monica. Uh, Becca says, much needed. <laughs> I hope you remember to record. Yeah, I am, I am recording the session for all of you uh, that are live here. So I do record all my live sessions and they are available after for you to rewatch, for you to share with someone else, uh, for you to do whatever you need to do, okay? And you can find them on my Inside Timer profile link. You click in there and there is an option that says Inside Timer Live Recordings, okay? Hi from Australia. Hi, Kate. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Um, so first of all, before I get started with sharing my notes, I would like to, to ask you, and you can share in the chat, like, what does it mean to you, masculine and feminine? What does it mean to you? Elena says, thank you very much for this topic. Looking forward to seeing you take, to see my take on this topic. So Elena, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All of you, I just want you to know that I'm not an expert by any means in this topic, but I think that it is necessary to start having conversations, to start thinking, reflecting, observing, noticing becoming aware it's like i would like today my intention today is to plant a seed in you same seed that was planted in me a couple of years ago in a program that i was doing with samantha in a couples program about the masculine and the feminine how to practice being masculine and what that meant to me and and it's just so different like uh, and i will talk about what it means but i would like to 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 see becca says uh it means not gender-specific, uh, Linia says giving and receiving, amazing. So yeah, it is not gender-specific. Uh, I'm not talking about male and female, masculine and feminine, like sexually speaking. I'm talking about the energies that every human being, no matter sex, no matter gender, they, can, they, they have them inside of. And I will, I will share specific examples because for me, specific examples was what helped me connect with, okay, this is what being masculine 
in this specific situation looks like. Oh, this is what being feminine looks like in this situation. Uh, and it's going to be helpful, uh, I'm pretty sure, for you guys to also share your own experience too. Becca says, we all have masculine and feminine qualities. Absolutely, we do. So let's just do it easier. Let's just say, let's step with, start with masculine. What does masculine mean to you? What comes to mind when I say masculine energy? Share in the chat, please. I would love to, to read. And there is not a right or wrong answer here. I just want to know what's present for you, what your belief is, what your experience is with masculine. What's masculine energy means to you? What comes to mind? It can be a word. It can be a feeling. It can be a trigger. Okay, whatever. So nothingness. Amazing, nothingness. Masculine energy means nothingness. I like it. What else? Brave, strong, daring, taking care of someone. Yeah, taking care of someone. Um, we are talking about masculine, mas masculine energy. What does it mean to you? Active. So brave, strong, daring, taking care of someone, active, protect, provide, preside, nothingness. Amazing, I, I love it. Planning and prioritizing seems masculine to me. Absolutely. Fast-paced, busy, resilient, take charge, plan forward. So planning. Amazing. And what does, what does feminine energy mean to you? What comes to mind with feminine energy? What is an adjective, a word, a feeling, uh, a quality that comes to mind with feminine energy? Nurturing. Yeah, nurturing. Soft, caring, the mother, flow, calm, inner peace, compassion. Good morning, Monica. Masculine can also mean receiving, since mothers are often the givers, giving of life, giving of care. Soothing, grounding. Amazing, Patricia, soothing, grounding. That's feminine energy. Again, we are not talking about male and female, like as a woman, as a man. We are talking about the qualities of the energetics behind masculinity and femininity like the masculine energy and the feminine energy that we all have access to. It's like an archetype of energy that we all step into. Soothing, grounding. Amazing, guys. Uh, I love it. Giving is a masculine energy. Thank you, Elena. Okay, so I have some notes here uh, that I've been kind of scrabbling uh, the last few days thinking about this session, thinking about what do I want to share with you guys. And I would love to focus on the examples after because I feel, to me at least, the examples were very eye-opening. But these are some of the things that I have, okay? <clears throat> First of all, I would like to mention that there is a law that is called uh, the law of gender. It's the law of gender. And I invite you to really look at that law, read about it, because it states that everything has it's masculine and feminine uh, qualities, okay? Uh, and then 
I'm pretty sure that you guys are aware of the symbol that is called yin and yang. That is basically that round with half is it's like two drops. One is black, one is white with a little drop inside of each other. Uh, so it's, it's really interesting because uh, that symbol also represents that law of gender, that masculine and feminine together, right? So that's, that's very interesting. Uh, Becca says, can giving be both masculine and feminine energy? Becca, good question. We'll figure out after. Let's see where this takes us. Uh, Elena says, no, we had this discussion with Catherine Boss, Becca. <laughs> uh, Becca says, you can point to Jin Yang on our wall. Yeah, so basically, as you see here, like it's not really black and white, but basically this sign here, this symbol, uh, one should be black with a little white round circle here, and the other one is the opposite. But basically, it means that everything has both qualities. It's like a positive and negative, masculine and feminine, is the opposite, it's the law of gender, okay? So that, that's the first thing that comes to mind that I was looking for. And I invite you guys to look at that. But basically, these are the things that, that I have for the masculine. Let's start with the masculine energy, okay? Masculine energy is all about drive, doing, okay? Uh, it's action, it's logic, it's practicality, it's framework, structure, okay? Clarity, it's stable, it's predictable. It's grounded. It follows the mind and the logic. Okay? Uh, so that's, that's, those are some of the attributes of the masculinity, right? Masculine energy is all about the doing, the practicality, creating a framework, creating a plan, uh, getting things done, structure, uh, being grounded. Okay? The feminine, it's all about nurturing, being, so the masculine is about the doing, doing, doing. Feminine is about being, just being, expressing. It's, a, it's all about the journey. The masculine is all about the goal, the goal, the destination. The feminine is all about the journey, okay? Uh, the feminine is ideas, intuition, creativity, knowing, passion, connection, feeling, flowing. It's dynamic. It follows the heart. So the feminine follows the heart, the masculine follows the, the logic, the brain, right? Uh, so masculinity is about leading. Femininity, feminine energy is about being led, okay? And then a really good example is, uh, that I really love this one. So the masculine energy is like, let's go and get it, let's go and get it. And the feminine, the feminine energy is like, Let's stop to smell the flowers on the way because they are so beautiful and then you grab a flower and then it's all about the journey, feeling, expressing and the masculine is, let's go, we have to get to the destination. So as you can understand, both energies are beautiful. Both energies are necessary. But too much of one can be not helpful, okay? Because imagine that you are trying to get somewhere and you are on your masculine energy and you are trying to get to a destination. And imagine that you get distracted along the way. If you have a good balance of those two energies, then you make the journey enjoyable because you are taking care of it, you are getting to the destination, and at the same time, you are allowing space and time to, to be, 
to enjoy, to smell the flowers, to look at the mountains, to, to really enjoy the journey too. If you are all about enjoying the journey and you forget about the destination, you will never get there. You will just get lost in the details, expressing, flowing, and you will never get things done. If you are all about just getting there and you forget about the journey, you become arrogant, you become rigid, you become not fun, not playful, not connected, not expressive, not compassionate. If someone else is going slower, you don't care, you just want to get there. So these are two, a very good representation of those two energies hand on hand and what they mean. Something that I also liked is that the masculine is on service to the great feminine. So the feminine is the one who gets creative, has an idea, and the masculine is the one, the energy that takes action on it. And I really like that co-creation, right? Because this is all about co-creating. This is all about how can I balance both energies, the masculine and the feminine, in every situation of my life. And this is what I would like to dive now into. Like, what are some of the real-life examples that we can take these concepts of masculine, feminine, structure, grounding, um, action, doing, and then the, the being, the expression. And when I was doing that course, that uh, couples course, <clears throat> and then we were practicing being in our masculine and being in our feminine so that we could create polarity. And this is something that you will also hear about regarding sex, regarding intimacy in, in relationships with your partners, regardless of, of, of sex, uh, re regardless of uh, gender, how do you embody the masculine and the feminine energy in a way that you create a, an arc of polarity so that there is attraction? And I remember one exercise that we were doing that I was visualizing that I, I was a tree with very deep roots so I was really grounded but at the same time I was flexible enough to like feel the wind and then the feminine energy was a storm that was coming through so the feminine was all about expression all about changing everything it's always moving uh, so the storm is like always and the tree just grounded and just kind of like there so with Samantha she was the storm and then I was the tree and then my job was to kind of like create space for her to express and I was providing safety, providing a framework, providing like structure uh, and then she was just expressing and then the conclusion of that practice was me slowly getting to her, hugging her and then just bringing her into my groundness and then we were both kind of like I was half expression and she was half grounded and then that kind of fusion of energies was beautiful and it was a good representation of what it looks like for those two energies to uh, I don't know if you guys are connecting with any of these uh, just tell me in the comments what's coming up for you before I dive into the examples I want to know because to me all this was like I don't understand anything I don't know what to do with this uh, it's, everything is too abstract for me so I, I didn't really get it and it's still today a little bit kind of as I said blurry I'm still trying to understand these concepts and try to apply them into my life. But I would like to, to see where you guys are at. 
Kate says, do you think someone who struggles to complete tasks is lacking in masculine? Kate, you will see that when we go into the examples, you will see that it could be, okay? Uh, I feel like you. <laughs> Thank you, Elena. Uh, and as I say at the beginning, I by no means, I am an expert in this topic, but I feel that it is necessary to start planting seeds, to start bringing these concepts to your mind, to your logical mind, and from there hopefully start feeling them in your day-to-day -day life and start observing yourself. Am I on my masculine? Am I on my feminine? This situation, how can I harmonize it more? If you have a partner, like, and this is with the examples, you will see what I mean by that, because many times in my situation, we have arguments, we have tensions because of that, because we are not being clear about who's the masculine, who's the feminine now, who's leading, who's expressing now. And when we became aware of that and we started to really name it and take responsibility for it, everything became a little bit easier, okay? It's still a work in progress, but at least we have something to work with. Um, first time here, Ronnie, amazing. Hey, Ronnie, welcome. We are talking today about the feminine and the masculine energies. And if you miss some of the live, uh, there is a recording after that you can have access to, okay? Uh, fascinating, amazing. So guys, anything that's coming up for you about what I have shared so far, about the masculine and the feminine? Any questions, any, any suggestions, anything from your own experience that you want to add? Again, this is a conversation. I would love to hear from you if you have anything to say. Um, I would love to read it in the chat. And this is also a really, really popular topic these days about what does it mean for, what does masculinity mean these days? What does femininity mean these days? And, and things are changing really, really fast. So it's, so it's a very fascinating topic to talk about. Erin uh, says, I have found I have more masculine energy early in the, in the day and I'm more inclined to the feminine going with the flow later in the day. That's amazing, Erin, that you are becoming aware of that. And, and, and this, is a, this is a beautiful example, uh, okay, for all of you. Erin noticed that. She feels, wow, I wake up and I have a lot of energy, masculine energy. I, I, I am a god, Let, get going, let's get doing things, let's get my to-do list done. And then as the day goes by, she feels like, ah, oh, I just want to flow, I just want to be expressed, and I don't, I'm not in my masculine anymore. So if she has a partner, and maybe the partner is the opposite, for example, how wonderful it would be if they both are aware and conscious of, I know your pattern, you know my pattern, I know when you enjoy more being masculine, and I enjoy more being feminine at that time, and then they alternate, right? And then it's like, wow, now you are on, on your masculine, you are taking care of the kids, you are taking care of everything, I'm just being, and then after I do the opposite, and then you can be. And then all of a sudden, like everything kind of feels like, oh yeah, can enjoy some freedom, uh, some nothingness. Someone said masculinity is all about nothingness. And that is true. The masculine in us, the masculine energy in us, they want to have freedom. They want to don't have any burden. They want to be free to do whatever they need to do. They don't want to have anything, any responsibilities. 
That's what the masculine craves. The feminine craves presence. Look at me, see me, give me your presence, love me. I never had enough. I will never have enough of your love and presence. That's the feminine. And the masculine is, I will never have enough time, enough space, enough nothingness to do my own thing. Um, so Rebecca says, I am sensing there, there was a scolding from Elena to Becca. Is Elena, is Elena sharing her masculinity? <laughs> Maybe. Um, I'm not scolding anyone. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is a beautiful example that thank you so much Erin for, for sharing because that's for example in my own case with Samantha when we had Eva okay when we had our daughter we were co-parenting all the time and then we were very frustrated we were very like annoyed at each other we didn't know when we had time to do things and it became frustrating it became unpleasant it became overwhelming until one day we sat down and we say, hey, this is not working. We are, both of us, always with Eva trying to do everything together, but there is no space for us. There is no space to do other things. There is no, and that's a, that was our masculine. At that time, we, I didn't know, but that was my masculine talking. I need space, I need time to go to the gym, to see my friends, to just be alone. Uh, so I was craving that, and that was my masculine speaking up. And Samantha is also very masculine. Uh, she also likes, loves being by herself a lot. So basically we learn really quickly like, hey, we need, to, we need to support each other somehow here. We need to give each other time. Of course we have a daughter. Of course we can have all day like we had before. But how can, how can we create something that serves us better? So that's when the idea of creating a a calendar and, and being responsible for Eva in chunks of time became really helpful because all of a sudden from always having my mind and Samantha's mind thinking about everything logistics food what do I need to pack for Eva we have to take her to school now all of a sudden it's like no Monday morning Emilio's in charge I can just be Tuesday morning I'm in charge and Emilio can be and then we alternate and of course sometimes when we feel like doing family stuff we just do family stuff together but if we don't feel well, if we are craving that time, we have a schedule to fall into. So that's one example of how can we support each other and create that masculine energy. And masculine energy in that specific situation means I am aware of what Eva needs. I am getting Eva's back ready. I am getting Eva out of bed. I am making sure that she has breakfast. I am making sure that she comes at her, she gets rest. I am making sure that she gets to school on time and I take her to school. I am available on the phone if they need to call me and I have to pick her up. It's my time. I am, I am responsible for that. <clears throat> so basically I'm saying, Samantha, just be relaxed. Do your own thing. You are not responsible for anything this morning. I am on it. Okay. So that's what it means to the masculine energy means in there, in that specific case. Okay. And then another day she does that for me. And then that's how we alternate between masculinity and masculine and feminine. What happens when we are together? We still do that, but we are together physically. But for example, if it's Saturday morning, I am in charge of FIBA. So if we are going to go and spend time with my friends, we're going to go hiking in the morning. I am in charge of FIBA. I will get the stuff ready. I will get the food ready. I will get the backpack ready. I will get her ready out of bed, dressed, and I will actually take care of her physical safety in the street 
So I am responsible for her. And Samantha, she can just be. She can listen to the podcast. She can do whatever she wants to do. She can be with Eva playing, but she doesn't have to think about the logistics. Okay? Sometimes if I am really tired, for example, one day I'm tired, I'm not feeling well, <clears throat> I can say, hey, Sam, I'm not feeling really well today. Can you help me? And then she may say, Emilio, I got you. Don't worry. And then she steps in the masculine. And then I let go. Okay? And then she will take care of the masculine. And I know I can let go completely. I don't have to worry about anything because she's doing it. Okay? That's how it works for us. It doesn't mean that that's the solution for every couple. But that's why grabbing a specific situation and really thinking about what is the masculine energy, what is the feminine energy here, and how can we support each other? Or how can I myself step into what's needed here? Do I need more masculine, more masculine, more feminine energy? What do I need more of? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and one thing I want to say here, that this is something really important. If you, if your partner is telling you, I got you, you are not to go there and micromanage them. You are not to step in and say, you have to do this this way, or you have to, you are forgetting this. No, you have to let go. <laughs> okay. So this is not about someone pointing out what the other person is doing wrong. No, this is about letting go. If you need to have conversations, if you need to teach something because the other person hasn't done it, there is a, a period of time where you may do it together so that everybody feels comfortable. But after that, everybody has their own way of doing things, their own style. And as long as you agree on the goal, how to get there is it's different for each person and you have to respect that too. Okay? So that's also healthy masculine energy too and, and healthy feminine energy you don't step into someone uh, someone's method and start micromanaging them so you have to let go but again every person every couple every family you have to discover what that looks like for you okay uh, my partner and i travel 70 percent of the year i am a planner and he prefers to improvise and wing it can cause friction and stress. Any masculine versus feminine energy thoughts on that? MG, that's a beautiful thing. So it's interesting because you are a planner and he prefers to improvise. So this is a real example of two different ways of approaching something, okay? So my thoughts on this masculine and feminine energy. So when you are together, okay, and you are co-creating something, there are different ways of doing it, okay? So for example, imagine that this is you, this is your partner. You are a planner and he is a winged. So if you say, honey, this weekend, we're gonna go to the mountain, we're gonna go and do this, I got you. That means that you got him. He just have to show up, okay? So you take care of everything and he just shows up and goes with you and you lead, you take care of the logistics, you have booked the place, you have done booked the activities, Whatever you have done, he will follow you, okay? So that, that will be you leading. What happens if you are the planner? He's the, I'm going to wing it. And then he says, honey, we're going to go this weekend to do something. And then you have no idea what that is. But he, he has to say, take responsibility. I got you. You just have to show up. I got you. So you have to just go with him. And then he got you. And you have to trust that he will take care of you, Okay. So what happens here, maybe, is that if you are a planner, you need to know what's going to happen. And maybe he doesn't like that. He, does, he wants the, the, the adventure. 
So you have to be okay with that kind of leadership. Uh, it can cause friction, maybe. That's why before I was saying if someone steps in the masculine and they say, I got you, I am taking care of this, you need to trust that person. And if you don't trust that person, maybe you have to have a conversation, a dialogue about what's happening here. What is the tension? What is the resistance here? Why can't you trust me? I'm leaving you. You don't have to worry. I got you. Do you know what I mean? So maybe, again, maybe he's not clear enough about what he's doing and then he uses you to plan his trip. So maybe, so that's a conversation. Like, how does it look like for you guys to, to travel together? Does it, do you like to maybe that you take turns and then one, one time you plan it, the other time he winks? <laughs> does it mean that you sit together and you try to co-create something halfway? Maybe half of the trip is planned and maybe there is some room for improvisation. Uh, again, you have to discover what that looks like for you. Uh, in my case with my wife, that looks like if I am in charge, I am in charge. If she's in charge, she's in charge. And sometimes we co-create and we say, listen, you take care of the accommodation. I will take care of finding things to do on the route. And the goal is to see this place, sleep at here, visit this family member and coming back by this date. So we agree on the main logistics, but then the journey, the day to day, it can be a little bit of uh, improvisation, but we kind of agree on that and we co-create that. That's how it looks like for us. Sometimes I take care of everything and she doesn't even know what's happening. I just tell her, you, ha you have to pack this, this and that and show up. That's it. And she likes that. Sometimes it's the opposite. She will tell me, Emilio, on Friday, get ready at this time and we're going to go. And you just need this, this and that. And I will show up and then she has planned something for me. So that's how some examples of masculine versus feminine. Um, okay. So Kate says, is there room for two masculine at the same time or is it guaranteed friction? Kate, that's a great question. And in my own experience with my wife, in a business setting, that is, that is a friction. Okay. And I, I can explain why. So the same way that the other example is like one partner is a planner and the other partner is a, I'm going to wing it. I don't have to have all the information. Uh, so those are two very different ways of approaching something. So when there is a specific goal that you want to achieve, okay, as long as you achieve the goal that is that you agreed on, how to get there, it doesn't matter, right? You can get there in so many different ways. So in my case with Samantha, sometimes with the business, maybe we say, listen, uh, we, have to, we have to promote this event, okay? And we need 15 people in this event. Maybe she has 15 ideas and I have 15 completely different ideas. Maybe some of the ideas that I like, I love doing them, but she doesn't and vice versa. So sometimes we notice that if we both try to do something and we are trying to lead, we are not giving space for the other person to be. In my own experience, I was getting like, I have a tendency of just getting behind. If I see someone strong, with strong masculinity, with strong masculine energy, and they are leading, they are confident. They, my tendency is to just do this, get behind them. And then I just go with the flow. <laughs> I feel happy there. But so I'm stepping more into leadership now, but that is my tendency. So with Samantha, it was that was happening. She was always masculine and I was just following her until she got tired of it. It's like, well, I, I, I wanna be feminine too sometimes, right? 
I feel that I, I I'm always responsible for things and it feels too heavy and and our polarity was also not good it wasn't good polarity so in our case it really worked really well to to try to alternate try to like sometimes she's the masculine sometimes I am the masculine and I take care of all the details another example about this in society now especially with with women women now they go to work they are working really hard majority of the times they have to work harder than men to to prove themselves to to get to the same position so they are always on their masculine all day they are logic they are getting things done they are being like just to go and get things done right and then they get home and then if they want to step in their masculine okay sorry if they want to to stop being masculine and start embodying their feminine energy a nice way to do that would be to talk with your partner and say listen when i come home i would love if I can step in my feminine, but for me to do that, I need you to take care of things. I need you to provide that for me. So basically, if you go home, imagine that you are a woman, you go home after work, you are in your masculine, masculine, you go home, you have to take care of dinner, you have to get your children dressed, you have to do the homework, you have to, you have to do, you have to do, you have to do, you have to do. There is no space for the feminine to show up there. Okay? Feminine energy, is, there is no place. But if you, for example, and I don't mean this to be every single day, but maybe once a week, twice a week, you just get home and imagine you go home and then your partner is there. Honey, how are you doing? Grabs the shoulder, grabs your suitcase, grabs your coat. Don't worry, come here, sit on the couch. Here, this is a coffee, what tea for you? Just relax. Listen, I have a beautiful bath ready for you. Just take a minute and then we're gonna go to the bath and then don't worry, I fix dinner. Kids are fine, they're doing their homework. I will put them to bed. You just relax. So all of a sudden you are like, you can let go oh, okay and now you can be you can enjoy you can express because you don't have to be masculine anymore uh, and that's the same for the opposite sex okay if you are a man and you want to go home and you want to embody the feminine it's the same thing maybe your partner does that for you okay so different ways of embracing these two kind of energies in those situations Shell says, as a single mom, I found myself lost in my masculine energy and found it difficult to find and express my feminine. Shell, I feel you. <laughs> uh, it must be so difficult to be a single mom. Sometimes when Samantha lives on a trip a few days and I am a single dad, I know how much work that is and I don't know how you can do it. <laughs> I admire you, honestly. It says, I know how hard that is. So, Shell, I will invite you to, when that happens, you have to find a way to create time for yourself. That can be done in many different ways, okay? Some ideas, and I don't know your specific situation, but in my case, that can be done with, let's meet up with my parents if they are close by and try to get them to help me. And maybe once a week, once, twice a week, whatever, they will take care of the kids and then that's a structure that you can then relax and, and be. Another example is to partner with other single moms that are in the same situation as you and then do play dates. So for example, Tuesday night, Veronica comes with Eva and we both, I take care. I am the masculine here. I'm taking care of them. I am feeding them. I am entertaining them. And then the other parent can leave and be, do something, whatever they need to. And then maybe on Thursday nights is the opposite. And then you are helping each other to create time. 
maybe you can do that with neighbors, maybe you can do that with other family members, maybe you can do that in the form of hiring a babysitter, doing an exchange of some sort if, if money is tight, maybe finding a different way that money is not involved, but it's like a win-win situation where you offer something and they offer something. Again, there are many different ways of trying to explore how that can look like, but when you are tired, when you are always on the go, it's really difficult to even find the time to think about that. And, and I know that from my own experience. With my daughter, when I am alone and I don't feel well, I tell my daughter, Eva, that is not feeling well. That is really tired. I just need to lay down and relax. Do you want to relax with me or do you want to keep playing by yourself? And then I will put the timer or I will just say, Eva, I am cold. And then she will come with a blankie. You want a blankie? And then she will put the blankie on me. And then Eva, I need a, a pillow. And then she will go and get a pillow. And then Eva, I need a friend. And then she will get a friend. And then I will just rest. And sometimes I rest half an hour, sometimes up to an hour. And she doesn't bother me. She just knows. And then she leaves me alone. Sometimes she comes and play a little bit. But if I am there, I make sure that everything is safe, the door is locked, that there is nothing dangerous that she can get into. And that's what I do. And I tell her straight because it's self-care, it's necessary. So that's another example of how, how you can embrace, how can you create some time to be feminine by yourself. It's way easier if you can be with someone else, absolutely. But we need to try and do the best that we can with what we have. So guys, do you have any other specific questions, any, any specific uh, life situation where you are thinking, how does masculine and feminine fit in here? Uh, what do I need to pay attention to? But as, as you have seen until now, you have seen that the masculine energy is all about leading, creating the structure, taking care of the logistics, doing okay and the feminine energy is all about expression expressing being uh, enjoying feeling uh, creativity okay uh, Ronnie says your smiley face is smiling at me needed that amazing so for example when you are alone and this is something that I really find very interesting and I can tell you that how do I find so many ideas to talk about in these live sessions? And I do have my phone and I have a, an ongoing list. And anytime an idea comes to my mind, I will write it down there. Those ideas, normally they come when I am in my feminine energy. What, what does it mean when I am flowing, playing, getting lost in the streets, just being no responsibilities trying to just be with myself for just because of being no reason uh, when I am doing meditation when I am listening to a, a fun audio that I'm learning from uh, so I receive ideas and this is part of the feminine energy creativity connection okay nurturing you are nurturing yourself you are being practicing self-care being playful being in the present moment just being enjoying your surroundings smelling, seeing, hearing, uh, and then all of a sudden I connect and I start receiving ideas, inspiration. So that's my feminine energy and I try to grab them. And then I will use my masculine energy 
to take action on them. How? I will write them down. And then what do I need to do with these ideas? I need to schedule a life call. I need to go online and research about this topic. I need to have a conversation with this person. I need to do whatever and I follow my intuition. So it's a combination of my feminine energy is connected, is creative, it's following intuition, is feeling. My masculine energy is taking action, is doing, is paying attention to things, creating structure. And then if you combine them both, you start dancing like this and you start being masculine while being connected. So you can be masculine, you can stay the boundary, you can be really good, but with your heart open, with compassion, and you are being feminine. And then if the person gets emotional, you start, you enter in this nurturing state and then you become more feminine and then you nurture this person, you emphasize, you are compassionate, you can feel what the person is feeling and then you can just create space and then you can move into the masculine if you need to move more into the masculine after. So every the situations are always evolving and moving and then you will start learning how to dance with the situation as it flows. How can I do any more masculine, more feminine energy? What's required from me here? And it's okay to be confused. It's okay to have no idea what is needed. But that's a good point because you are questioning, you are paying attention. And so many times I'm still confused. It's like, I don't even know what's, what's needed from me here. Especially with my wife, sometimes like, and I tell her like, I don't know what's needed. Do I need to be more masculine, more feminine? How does that look like? Can you please <laughs> explain to me how, some examples of how can I share that thing that is difficult for me to share in a way that you can receive it? Can you please share with me a couple of examples? Just visualize to me what that could look like. And then I will listen. And then I will connect with, oh, okay, wow, I never thought about doing that that way. Okay, next time I will take that in, in account and try to embody that, okay? Um, Pamela says, thank you for explaining with examples. I finally understand the differences. I'm happy that you are getting the differences. How, how can you bring in tap into more feminine energy? So Tanya, how can you tap into more of your feminine energy? First, you have to make it a priority. Second, you have to take care of all the logistics in whatever way you need to so that you are free for a little bit of time, okay? And then you have to practice self-care. You have to nurture yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to do something that engages your feeling, pleasure, being in the present moment, dreaming, connecting with ideas, just because. No expectations, no to-do list, no goals, just being. Being in the present moment, engaging your feelings, like I'm gonna smell this flower, I'm gonna look at the sky, wow, that building, I never noticed it before. Look how beautiful the windows are. And you are just in a state of, oh, you don't have to do anything. You are not in the doing mode, you are in the being mode. So you have to allow yourself to do that first uh, and then you have to create the time. And guys, if you are wondering like, listen, I don't have time. Uh, my space is not organized enough for me to feel comfortable in it. Uh, my partner will never do that with me. Uh, my brain is always going from task to task and I will never, I never can focus on something. 
guess what? There are so many courses. I have some courses that can help you or you can explore ideas somewhere else. But I have a course about how to practice self-care. I have a course about minimalism, how to simplify every area of your life. I have a course on how to create a physical space clutter-free and then how to do ceremony around it. Uh, I have a course about executive functioning skills and how can you understand how your brain works, how can you understand when when you are procrastinating, when you are transitioning from task to task, uh, how can you do that more mindful, how can you self-regulate your emotions better, how can you use your metacognition to reflect and become aware of the present moment and what's happening and adjust accordingly. So there are many different resources that you can tap into, okay? But yeah, that's the thing. You, you have to get started wherever you feel is needed. And I would recommend that you get started practicing some sort of self-care. And guys, if you look in, in the back here, okay? And I share this with you. This is a new background that I created in this room that I have, okay? So this is my feminine energy, okay? So I created space and time to create my vision board that I did a, a live session last week that you can watch a recording. I explained why I did that. This is Eva. My daughter Eva created this smiley face with a rainbow yesterday. Uh, it brings me a lot of joy. So I just put it there because I'm sure that some of you have noticed that and, and kind of like, <laughs> I like the smiley face in here. Uh, and then if you see here, like I try to stage things nicely. I try to be intentional. I lit a candle. Uh, I have a ceremony around my cards. I ask questions, so I play some music on my guitar, I have a new drum. So all these things are just invitations for me to step into my feminine energy. When I play music, that is, I love it, it just feels so good and, and I'm expressing, I'm kind of like feeling the music, it's creative, it's, uh, I juggle my balls, like this is playful, it's just beautiful, I just do it and I just, I just feel happy right away, it's like, oh, I love it, I love doing it, uh, it's just so nice. And this helps me step into my feminine, my playfulness, my creativity. It forces me to come to the present moment, okay? Um, another funny thing, like, that I just got the other day. Uh, this is like a, a training ball, I think it's called. But basically, I put this on my head, and I hit it. <laughs> this has a, a string, and, and, and I just hit it, and it comes back to me. This brings so much playfulness it's just so much fun my daughter grabs this to play with my wife comes sometimes and grabs it I bring it with my friends and they laugh with me so those are opportunities to to develop your feminine energy to be playful to connect to do ceremonies to be meditation with yourself uh, and it's an ongoing work uh, okay so let me see haha <laughs> so funny to me, how we fall back on labels for guidance. To me, labels just confuse the situations. So I've come to drop labels and just figure out what combinations of energy serves me best at any given time, at any given situation. That's amazing, Sita. And, and that's what I would like you to do. We have to use words to get started with, just to, to kind of like try to understand what we are talking about, logically speaking. But I 100% agree with you. This becomes a feeling. And you're not going to say, I am masculine or feminine. You will never be masculine or feminine. It's always a blend. It's always like a, a combination that feels good or doesn't feel good. And my invitation to you is to start noticing what feels good, what doesn't feel good. And then when something doesn't feel good, 
try something different and when something feels good do more of it and that's what my wife and i we try to do that sometimes we do something this doesn't feel good at all okay how can we tweak it change it and when something feels good it's like wow that feels really good let's do more of that because that's working and it just feels good and it supports us so i really love that uh seat amazing i also don't like labels because labels are rigid they put you in a box and we are not in a box everything is never ending moving evolving uh, so i don't like labels either so thank you for bringing that up uh, becca says if panel prefers to watch sports on tv for hours and while at the same time other panel does household chores is the tv watcher in the feminine and the chore and the chore taker is in the masculine uh, becca that that's a great that's a great idea right that that's a great example like so if you put it in there I would say that the person watching the sport, it, it's probably enjoying, feeling, just being, and the person doing the chores is taking care of the to-do list, right? It's, it's probably in, in the masculine. So I would say that it sounds to me, yeah, but again, it's gonna be different for each person, right? Because if chores is something that you love doing, if when you do chores, you just feel ecstasy. Some people love cleaning and, and making the house beautiful and that's their self-care they love doing it and for them it's not work so that will that will be feminine if you have to do the chores if you have a list oh, i have to do the dishes oh i have to do this then that, that that's that's the masculine you are taking care of things you are not being in your feminine and and i don't know why i don't know if i sense some <laughs> uh is there a frustration in there because that, that's another thing like sometimes if you feel frustration maybe that's an invitation to have a conversation about hey i noticed that i'm always doing this and i don't like doing it so why don't we find a different recipe uh samantha and i for example we do that anytime it feels like i am cooking too much or she's cooking too much or i'm doing the laundry too much or she's doing the laundry too much we just bring it up hey what's going on here i feel that i'm doing this too much and i need your support i need just to can you please do you get me here? And then I have, to, I will say, Samantha, I got you. This week, I got the laundry. Don't have to worry about it. I'll take care of it. Done. So that's me stepping into my masculine. Okay. And if we need to, we will create a calendar. Okay. One time you do it, one time I do it, or one week you do it. I, but, but again, every couple is different and you will find what that balance looks like depending on the situation, right? Um, so Pamela says, I noticed that during sex, my partner always wanted being his feminine and me in the masculine. It was very out of balance. We are not together anymore. In that space, both should give and receive. Pamela, uh, you are talking here about polarity and sexual intimacy and how the masculine and the feminine energies play in that intimacy. And that is a whole world that you can explore, Tantra, or you can explore many different avenues but yeah when you are in a sexual setting stepping into the masculine and the feminine energy it, it can become like a like a game but sometimes it's important that you understand which which one is my role now because sometimes if you are both masculine or you are both in your feminine you won't create an arc of polarity okay that's why it's important to and sometimes it becomes a becomes a, a game right that naturally flows and Ideally, that would be 
the, the reality for all of us. Everything flows, everything just happens and, and we know what to do, right? But sometimes that, that's not the case. <clears throat> and sometimes we have to work on how can I bring more of my feminine energy because I'm always on my masculine. Or sometimes it's the opposite. I am avoiding masculine, the masculine energy. I don't want to lead. That makes me feel uncomfortable. And that's my case, for example. Sometimes I don't step into the masculine energy and Samantha doesn't feel safe because she doesn't feel that I got her. And she has to see me strongly say, I got you. I'm going to get that done. Don't have to worry about anything. If she sees me, oh, yeah, I, I will try. Uh, I don't know if I will do it, but yeah, uh, maybe I ask you something. Uh, if she sees me like that, she cannot drop the masculine energy. She has to take care of it, right? But if I step, honey, I got you. Don't worry about it. I will get it done. You don't have to worry about it, okay? I got you. Just relax. She will be, oh, I can let it go, okay? So that's a... That's an example. Um, so it's the same in sex. Sex is a whole new talk <laughs> and there are so many practices that will allow you to, to develop tapping into your masculine, tapping into your feminine. For example, <clears throat> one, of the, one of the exercises that Samantha and I do to build up is, is presence. So the masculine, for example, one of us is, is creating the space, is maintaining eye contact is breathing and he's just listening to the person and the other person is expressing is being is sharing what what they need sometimes there is a tantrum in that way sometimes something happens and the masculine is just holding space for that person it's not taking things personally doesn't have to fix anything they just have to be there pay attention be present breathe create that safety and then after you can rotate and that feels really, really nurturing, right? To, to change those roles, it feels really... Sometimes you just feel horny after doing that. <laughs> and you say, what's happening here? That's because you are creating a polarity that maybe it wasn't there before. So... Um, yeah, let me see. Such wonderful sharing, thank you. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Uh, So Beth says earlier in our marriage, my husband and I had some struggles around who should do what. We realized there were certain things we each didn't mind doing or even enjoyed. Laundry, for example, I don't mind it and have a great sense of accomplishment when a lot is folded. Yeah, so uh, I wish I had this language and understanding earlier. It's very helpful. Yeah, Beth, and, and this also brings another idea that, that sometimes we forget that we can do, right? So on top of that communication, you can create a list. Uh, things that you love doing, things that you hate doing, and things that you are neutral with. And as you say, when you do that list, maybe you find, wow, laundry, maybe your partner says, I don't like doing it, and you say, I love doing it. So guess what? You do laundry. And maybe your partner says, I love taking the garbage out, and you say, I don't like it. So maybe he does the laundry. And then when you look at the list, and then you write down everything that needs to get done in the house, majority of the things will fall into place automatically and you will see a sense of balance. It's like, okay, you do this, this, this and that, that you enjoy. I do this, this and that, that I enjoy. And then the only thing that you have to deal with is with the things that are neutral. 
uh, and all of a sudden that the list that was like this becomes this and the neutral things are easier for you to do than the things that you did not, that you dislike so that's a strategy that uh, you can use and when you are looking at those things keeping in mind this philosophy of masculine feminine uh, noticing the frustrations that you may experience when they are showing up and how can you embody different kinds of energies on each situation to make that situation better more enjoyable right so yeah great great point uh, sounds like more practice brings more organization and more peace uh, yeah Becca, more practice more noticing more communication if you are with a partner or you live with someone else communication right because this is not only so these masculine and feminine archetypes energies you can use them with yourself only and noticing yourself how you behave and how you embody them during the day and then you can notice how you embody them with your partner if you have a sexual partner if you have an intimate partner uh, or maybe you live with a flatmate with a workmate with uh, the people that you spend your day with you can also see how that flows who is normally the masculine who is normally on the feminine is there any frustrations around that uh, can you do something different to embody these energies on a different way and it becomes such a wonderful way of uh, starting to try different approaches to maybe situations that before you didn't enjoy and now they feel lighter they feel more enjoyable so i invite you to really start practicing start observing start reading more about this uh, i really invite you to listen to this masculine and feminine energy from different guys different women men different backgrounds different countries and then really listen to to different angles right different people talking about the same topics and then you will start forming your own kind of like idea and and you will start putting things in practice in a different way and it's it's really helpful to really just let these these topics kind of like digest and hopefully something will start growing of these seeds that we are planting today right um, polarity concept is very enlightening yeah sexual polarity is a very hot topic and there are so many cool practices that you can do with your partner to to take your sexuality to the next level so that's very cool okay guys uh we are on the top of the hour i don't want to steal more of your time uh, thank you thank you so much for showing up thank you for having this conversation i invite you to please share this topic with whoever is important in your life because this is not something that you have to do alone this is something that you can do with your loved ones with everybody around you the more people aware of this the more in-depth conversations you can have the, the easier dynamics you can create and it's just such a wonderful way of looking at things from a different perspective if you enjoy this talk and you want to support me with a donation i will always accept them with love uh, I hope that you can join me for the next uh, live call that will be next week because this Thursday is day off here and my, my daughter doesn't have school so I have to be on my masculine with her uh, and I won't be able to be in my masculine here with you at the same time. Um, so yeah, thank you so much guys for showing up and I hope that you can um, start embodying these concepts in your day-to-day experiences and hopefully you will start 
oh, that's, that's what being more masculine here looks like. And that's what being more feminine here looks like. And then start feeling. That's the most important thing. Start feeling. More than trying to think logically, start feeling. Uh, how does that make me feel? Uh, thank you guys so much for your generous donations. I really appreciate your support. And if you have any questions, you can always come to, to my circle. It's called Your Thriving Lifestyle. And you can engage there. Or you can take any of my courses. And then there is a course classroom that I will be happy to support you in. Uh, share any questions you may have, any specific life situations that you want me to, to, to talk about. And then I will, I will create an audio for you. Okay? See you guys next week. Adios.